I was very happy that Courtney took the time to have an Orange Socks interview over the phone about her daughter Brenna, who has Harlequin ichthyosis, a rare genetic condition affecting the skin. Even with the constant care required, Brenna has proven to be a blessing to the family. Okay, so Courtney, thank you so very much for taking the time to, uh, to speak with me about your daughter Brenna, who has Harlequin ichthyosis. It's a rare genetic condition. When did you find out that Brenna had this condition? We found out when Brenna was born. So we had actually a pretty typical pregnancy and we had a two-year-old son at the time. So we were really excited about adding a little girl to our family. So when Brenna was born, she was born about a month early, actually. Um, it was right before Christmas time in 2011. When she was born, the doctor kind of placed her on my chest like they usually do. It was this shocked silence in the room. You know, my husband almost fainted. He was so surprised by her appearance. It was immediately obvious that something was very wrong. And when did you find out the diagnosis? We live in a wonderful medical community, so we felt very fortunate to have these resources when Brenna was born. And so when she was probably two hours old, they told us that they believed she had a condition called ichthyosis. We had obviously never heard of it. It's extremely rare. And it was later that night that they had brought in a pediatric dermatologist, and he was able to confirm that she did have ichthyosis, and it was a type called Harlequin, which is the most severe, most rare type. I was pretty naive, I think, back then about what that actually meant. I thought maybe she would just look different. I had no idea about the vital roles that the skin plays for our bodies. And it wasn't until I saw her the next day and then we met with her medical team and they were talking more about her pain management than about us going home from the NICU. That's when I began to realize that she was extremely critical. Explain a little bit about the condition. Sure. So Harlequin ichthyosis is a rare genetic disorder and basically her skin lacks a protein that helps layer of her skin form correctly. Her body recognizes that there's an error in her genetic code and it tries to make up for it by overproducing skin. So she makes skin about 10 times faster than we do and she can't shed it quickly enough. So her skin is very built up, thick, it peels constantly and it's very dry. So she has to wear a thick lotion. We usually use Aquaphor. It's very similar to Vaseline and it helps keep her skin supple, able to move better. Because her skin produces so quickly and doesn't form correctly, there's just a lot of effects, including um, the fact that she's very small because her overproduction of skin takes all her calories. Her skin doesn't regulate her body temperature very well. It doesn't keep germs out of her body, so she gets skin infections very easily, and she's just more susceptible to bacteria than we are. She has trouble keeping moisture, and so she dries out very quickly. What's some of the hard things that you've had to do or some of the hard parts in caring for uh, Brenna? The first year especially was extremely hard. We brought Brenna home to join her big brother, and it was so difficult to figure out how to care for her skin and how to take care of two kids. And she went through a lot of health issues that first year, especially she was hospitalized for dehydration and for infection. She ended up having a feeding tube placed when she was eight months old. 
and she was completely tube-fed for about two and a half years. Um, it was about two years ago this month that we were able to take her feeding tube out, so now she's eating completely by mouth, and we're so proud of her. Her care is just completely constant. We have to give her a long daily bath so her skin can soak up the moisture, and we rub off all the extra skin that has built up over that day. And there is no skipping bath. Like with any other kid, you might just feel lazy and say, we'll just do bath tomorrow. But with her, it keeps her healthy and comfortable, and we have to do that. We have to apply the aquaphor that I mentioned about four or five times a day. She eats a lot, and she drinks a lot more than the average kid to try to keep up with her caloric demands. You know, we have to be really cautious about germs and bacteria, so there's a lot of hand washing, a lot of laundry, a lot of just being careful with things. And the other thing is she can't sweat, so hot temperatures can be very dangerous for her. We have a lot of cooling products, and we're constantly checking the weather, checking the temperature, and just trying to be as prepared as we can so that she doesn't overheat or get too cold. You mentioned that one of the concerns in the hospital was around pain management. Is, is that an issue now with her? It can be. You know, I'm not sure how much pain she's in because I can't feel what she's feeling. I do think that she is uncomfortable a lot. She also has juvenile arthritis in her feet and her hands, so that bothers her a lot. If she gets skin infections, she is in a lot of pain, and that's really hard to see. But I think for the most part, she's a pretty tough kid, and she's a pretty joyous kid, and she tries not to let things bother her. So, you know, I think at times she is uncomfortable, but if we stay up on her care and her, you know, her bath, then I think she does pretty well. Now tell me about the joys of having her in your life. So much joy, and I'm sure you find that with so many of the families that you talk with, but what we felt in the very beginning was a lot of fear. We just weren't sure what kind of quality of life she would have. But, you know, our doctor, on the first night he met us, he said, you know, it's up to Brenna. And every question we would ask him, you know, when will she get out of the hospital? You know, what will her skin do? And he would just say, you know, it's up to Brenna. And his words have rung so true. We've tried not to let her condition hold her back from anything that she wants to do. And she's been able to do so much more than we probably ever could have expected. We have been a little afraid of, you know, germs, things like water parks, going boating, things like that. And she has proven us wrong. Anytime we've been afraid, she has shown us what she can do. And that just gives us so much joy for us to see her out living life to the fullest and doing things right alongside all the other kids. She just started kindergarten, and we couldn't have imagined when she was born her walking into her kindergarten classroom, but it was so amazing to see her be confident. She stood up in front of her class and told them about her skin, and it made me so proud as a mother. What impact has her life had on you, your family, her older uh sibling as well as your extended family? It was a big realization that came when Brenna was just a few days old. We had a family member who told us that he hadn't talked to God in years, but that he had been praying for Brenna. Mm -hmm. And that was just such a 
realization to me that God was working through her life and bringing others closer to Him. And from then, we have just seen how much goodness God has worked through her, through changing our perception of what is normal and what is beautiful. And we really have seen that God's goodness and God's beauty is found not in what we're looking at, but instead what we choose to see. And we can find His beauty, His beauty and His goodness in so many pieces of our lives that maybe we wouldn't have noticed before, before Brenna was born. And we hear from our family, from our friends, just the joy that Brenna infuses in our lives. It's just contagious and has really brought people closer to God, has really brought our relationships closer together and has had a huge impact on our faith and, and the marriage of my husband and I. That's terrific. If I were to come to you just having had a child that had the same diagnosis of Harlequin ichthyosis and I asked you for advice, what advice would you give me? I always encourage people to keep their faith. I know that for a lot of people, they initially think, how could God have let this happen? How could he have done this? And, you know, I think that God works through us in each of our unique appearances, our health challenges, and it's really, God finds us in all situations. And I really encourage people to keep their faith strong. And the other thing I always try to encourage people to do is, to accept help when it's offered to them. I think it is common for us to turn down help from our family and friends because we don't want to seem needy or bother anyone or inconvenience anyone. And we have seen that our community, our family, our friends, they have all rallied around us time and time again to provide that support. And having a child with a rare disorder, special needs can feel really isolating. I think when we can accept the help that people want to give us, the love that they want to give us through that help, then it becomes a little less isolating and, and it brings us together and connects us. That's terrific advice. And you've written two books. I've just purchased both of them off of Amazon. Yeah. Uh, a Different Beautiful and the other one is uh, That's How You Know. Why did you write the books? Well, That's How You Know is a children's book. It's fiction. And I wrote it because I just wanted my children to have a reminder of how much God loves them. The illustrations are just bright and beautiful, and the kids love it. I have found that writing has helped me to process what I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing with raising a daughter with special needs and uh, severe disorder. As I have written, I've been able to connect with so many other people, been able to hear their stories and learn from what they're experiencing. And I think it's really important for us all to learn from each other. I really hope that the lessons that I've been able to learn and to share in my book will impact other people's lives. Awesome. That's great. She's five years old. You've every single day have to go through a whole routine of lotions and baths and, and all those sorts of things to try to uh, keep her healthy. You've mentioned some of the hard things and some of the good things. 
I guess the last question I have for you is with all this work that uh, Brenna requires of you and of your family, is it worth it? Of course it's worth it. And, you know, it becomes your new normal, and I'm sure you've experienced that and you've heard other families say that as well, but it becomes second nature to you, and you do it in love, and you do it as part of family bonding. I know that we could choose to see Brenna's death maybe as being sort of a burden, being just constant. It might feel like so much of a chore, but what we have noticed is that it promotes so much bonding and family togetherness. Either my husband will do her bath one night and I'll do it the next. That is an hour that we get one-on-one with her where we can be singing and talking about our days, learning about each other, listening to music, and it has just cultivated a deeper connection between us. And I wouldn't trade that for anything. And, and I hope that we can keep her comfortable enough, but it, since it's a necessary thing, we might as well make the best out of what it is. And uh, we've seen how good that can be now. The reason I ask that question is that many times the people that I interview for uh, the Warren Sox interviews, they wondered early on if they were, would be equal to the task. And frequently outsiders will look at them and say, golly, you know, you must be extra special people, or I don't know that I would be strong enough to have a child such as that. I believe that uh, what we're seeing is that people rise to the occasion. Uh, as you said, it becomes a new normal, and I think that's very profound. Right, and even about six months before Brenna was born, I had a friend whose daughter had very severe health needs, and I thought the exact same thing. I don't know how she does it. I don't know that I could do that. And then God showed me that I could do that and that we could do that. It is a privilege to care for her. That's great. Any final thoughts? No, I think that sounds good. Great. Well, Courtney, you are awesome. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.